Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Watchmen on the wall, bringing forth the written word of God to one and all. Are you getting ready? Will you stand or will you fall? Listen to the watchmen on the wall. Listen to the watchmen on the wall. Listen to the watchmen on the wall. Rise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. A new day has dawned. All over the earth, men and women are arising. It's time for the sons of God to awake. It is a day of justice, recompense, Restoration, revival, and resurrection power. Pastor of New Wine Ministries. Great to be with you today. Thanks for joining and tuning in. Today, we were going to have Brian and Kathy Gray be with us in our broadcast, but in their transition into Tennessee, they have no internet, no electricity, and so they will not be available for the next two Wednesdays. And then Brian and Kathy said they'll be back the following Wednesday after that. So I'm going to do something today that uh, may be a little bit different than uh, what we have been doing. And I'm going to study with you today. I want to go through some history. And I want to, first of all, say thank you to our dear elder, Phil, uh, for sharing this information. The information I'm about to share with you is simply historical. You could go online. You can find this anywhere. Um, It's very interesting because many, many years ago, back in Temecula, California, Uh, We had a gentleman come to our church one day with his wife and family, and his name was Bob, and he was a bald-headed, big-eyed prophet. And the first thing he did when he looked at me is he said some things, and boy, was he accurate. And I thought, wow. And so Bob was telling me about the information I'm about to share with you 
So for me personally, it's kind of a refresher, but I never really dove into it. I didn't get on, you know, the radio or any place and behind the pulpit and really start preaching it because, you know, it was something that I just thought was fascinating. But, you know, how true is it? How history sometimes could be manipulated or changed. And yet he said some things. And then Elder Phil brought this information to Patricia and I last weekend, and I started going through it. <clears throat> and I thought this needs to be shared, but I, I need to warn you that as we are sharing this information, you're going to have to stay with me to the very end, to the very end. And you're going to have to allow for this conversation to culminate in a biblical understanding. So we are going to get involved in it. And I just want to make sure that we're going nice and good here. I think we're coming through loud and clear. Let me make sure that we are. I'm pretty sure that we are doing really well. But let me just make sure that we're coming through loud and clear. And so we have a good um, good way to go here in just a moment. So it looks like we're broadcasting loud and clear. It looks like we're doing good on StreamYard, and we are doing well in the uh, Blog Talk Radio. So, again, I'm going to give you somewhat of a warning that the information that you're about to hear could be somewhat, uh, for some people, frightening. But that's why I'm going to begin the broadcast today with a scripture, and I'm going to bring a lot more scripture um, at the end of it. But don't you think we need to be aware, not enmeshed and immersed in the, 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 the darkness or the evil, but not to be ignorant either? We need to know what we're fighting. And we know ultimately our warfare is against Satan. Our warfare as Christians is against the devil. It's against Lucifer. It's against demons. It's against this hierarchy of principalities and powers. Okay, we get that. We know that. But we want to know how they're operating on this earth. And the long battle that the ecclesia of God, the church of Jesus Christ, has been engaged in since the beginning of the church age that came with Jesus Christ. And I think this information is going to unveil something in our thinking to understand what's going on in our country, what the Ukrainian war is all about right now, or the war in Ukraine, supposedly, we, and the demonization of Russia and, and all these things. So I'm going to let history speak for itself. And it's, uh, it's a rather long read, but we'll make some interjections along the way. And again, you could find this anywhere on the Internet. It's not hard to find, but uh, our elder Phil put uh, his hand to the task and produced this. And today we're going to talk about, I'm going to show you the picture of what we're dealing with. It is the Khazarian Mafia. The Khazarian Mafia. All right, so that's going to be the subject of our conversation and I, uh, going back to my friend Bob, who came to our church in Temecula, who was actually in Escondido the first time he came in, uh, who he was the first one to tell me about the Khazarians. And I'll never forget him saying Khazar, Caesar, or the Tsars of Russia. You remember the Tsars? They called the C-Z-A-R. And he, he traced it back to the Caesars of Rome and how they became the Tsars or the Khazars and we're going to talk today about the Khazarian Mafia, and we're going to let history speak for itself. 
And I love the way that the editors and the authors of this article uh, made some, um, they conceded in some areas. And let me just even get to the editor's note on the article so that we could be more privy to what's happening here. So here's an editor's note about what we're about to read. And it is called The History of the Khazarians. All right, so the history of the Khazarians, specifically the Khazarian Mafia. So anytime you hear uh, the Khazarian Mafia, I'll be using the term KM, KM for the Khazarian Mafia. Okay, they are the world's largest organized crime syndicate that the Khazarian oligarchy morphed into by their deployment of Babylonian money magic has been nearly completely excised from the history books. The present-day KM knows that it cannot operate or exist without abject secrecy and therefore has spent a lot of money having its history excised from the history books in order to prevent citizens of the world from learning about its evil beyond imagination that empowers this world's largest organized crime cabal. So immediately what we're hearing is that this organization known as the Khazarian Mafia, uh, they've done everything in their power to, to erase or eradicate from the history books anything about themselves. That's why there's very little conversation about it. However, there is historical reality to their existence and people that have undertaken the task of going into that history and bringing things out. So the editors say this in their attempt to do so, the authors of this article have done their best to resurrect this lost secret history of the Khazarians and their large international organized crime syndicate, best referred to as the Khazarian Mafia, and make this history available to the world via the internet, which is the new Gutenberg Press. And if you don't know who, what the Gutenberg Press was, that's where the Bible was actually printed during the Reformation. And so that, as they were the press to get information out, so the Internet today is all of that. So what we're about to read is going to kind of give us an understanding of what happened last night in the, uh, in the State of the Union address with uh, uh, Joe Biden and all of that, what was going on there. So let's really pay attention. And one other note that the authors make, it has been exceedingly difficult to reconstruct this hidden secret history of the KM, so please excuse any minor inaccuracies or errors, which are unintentional and are due to the difficulty in digging out the true history of Kazaria and its mafia. We have done the best we can to reconstruct it. It was Mike Harris that connected the dots and made the actual discovery of the presence of the Kazarian mafia's secret history and blood oath to take revenge on Russia for helping Americans win the Revolutionary War and the Civil War and their blood oath of revenge against America and Americans for winning these wars and sustaining the Union. So uh, what was just said is that the Khazarian Mafia was supposed to be in charge of America through the British Empire, which we'll get into, but the Americans fought a revolutionary war, and they were assisted by Russia. And the Khazarian Mafia, the Khazars of that time, the Khazarians, they swore a blood oath to revenge Russia 
in the United States. Ah, so this is a different look at history. I'm not telling you to believe this. I'm asking you to be judicial in your thinking, as I am, and to study these things out. So now, here are the beginnings of the article. At the Syrian conference on combating terrorism and religious extremism on December 1st, 2014, talking eight years ago, in his keynote address, Veterans Today senior editor and director Gordon Duff disclosed publicly for the first time ever that world terrorism is actually due to a large international organized crime syndicate associated with Israel. This disclosure sent shockwaves at the conference and almost instantly around the world as almost every world leader received reports of Gordon Duff's historical disclosure that same day, some within minutes. And the shockwaves from his historic speech in Damascus continue to reverberate around the world, even to this very day. And now Gordon Duff has asked President Putin to release Russian intel, which will expose about 300 traitors in Congress for their serious serial felonies and statutory espionage on behalf of the Khazarian Mafia against America and many Middle East nations. It sounds very amazing, and that actually can be found. That December 1st, 2014 keynote address by uh, Gordon Duff is recorded. It was real. It was a real conference eight years ago. He brought this information out. I was hearing this back in the 1990s when I was being told by Bob about the Khazarians or the Caesars, okay? So continuing on in the article. We now know that the Khazarian Mafia, the KM, is waging a secret war against America and Americans by the use of false flag gladio-style terrorism and via the illegal and unconstitutional Federal Reserve System, the IRS, the FBI, FEMA, Homeland Security, and the TSA. We know for certain that the KM was responsible for deploying an inside job, Gladio-style false flag attack on America on 9-11-2001, as well as the Mura building bombing on April 19, 1995, which was known as the Oklahoma City bombing. All right, so this is, they're attaching 9-11, they're attaching the Oklahoma City bombing to the Khazarian Mafia. Now, here comes the history of who the Khazarians are. From 100 to 800 AD, so we're talking 100 years approximately after the birth of Jesus Christ. An incredibly evil society emerges in Khazaria. Khazarians develop into a nation ruled by an evil king who had ancient Babylonian black arts, occult oligarchs serving as his court. During this time, Khazarians became known to surround countries 
as thieves, murderers, road bandits, and for assuming the identities of those travelers they murdered as a normal occupational practice and way of life. Very interesting. So they would murder people. They would take over their identities. So these were masked people. These were frauds. They were fakes. They would assume their identities. They would take over their, their, their lives. Now, that's what we had going on from 100 to 800 A.D., who these Khazarians were. Now, in 800 A.D., the ultimatum is delivered by Russia and other surrounding nations. This is important. The leaders of the surrounding nations, especially Russia, have had so many years of complaints by their citizens, going back from 100 A.D. to 800 A.D., that as a group, they deliver an ultimatum to the Khazarian king. They send a communique to the Khazarian king that he must choose one of the three Abrahamic religions for his people and make it his official state religion and require all Khazarian citizens to practice it and socialize all Khazarian children to practice that faith. The Khazarian king was given a choice between Islam, Christianity, and Judaism. The Khazarian king chose Judaism and promised to stay within the requirements laid out by the surrounding confederacy of nations led by the Russian czar. Despite his agreement and promise, the Khazarian king and his inner circle of oligarchs kept practicing ancient Babylonian black magic, also known as secret Satanism. Now listen carefully. This secret Satanism involved occult ceremonies featuring child sacrifice after bleeding them out, drinking their blood, and eating their hearts. All right, we're talking about history. It's very interesting today that in Hollywood and in other places, on Jeffrey Epstein's island where thousands of high-powered politicians from around the world were going, having illicit sexual intercourse with underage children and were known for drinking the blood of little babies after terrorizing them so that the blood would get excited, then they would kill them, drink the blood, and eat the heart. This is today's news coming out of Hollywood and in the arena of high-powered politicians. Well, this goes all the way back to what the Khazarians were known for. Listen to this. <clears throat> the deep, dark secret of the occult ceremonies was that they were all based on ancient Baal worship, also known as worship of the owl. In order to fool the Confederacy of Nations led by Russia that were watching Khazaria, the Khazarian king melded these Luciferian black magic practices with Judaism and created a secret satanic hybrid religion known as Babylonian Talmudism. You've heard of the Talmud. This was made the, the national religion of Khazaria and nurtured the same evil that Khazaria was known for before. All right, notice the owl. Did you know that there's a, a group of all the politicians from around the world that go to a little place in California 
I think they do this once every year, and it's symbolized by the owl, and it's where the CFR goes and all the world, you know, decision makers and all of that. They have this big party there. I forget the name of it right now, but that's where they all hang out for about a week. And uh, the owl has been used in the occult for a very long time. God did not create the owl to be evil, but evil men took the owl as a symbolism of their occult wisdom and wise ways, okay? Sadly, the article continues, the Khazarians continued their evil ways. So if you go back and, and you see Russia saying, listen, you guys got to stop doing what you're doing murdering bandits, taking people's identity, all this stuff. And you need to choose one of the Abrahamic covenants and you need to follow the practices. And it was probably in an attempt to get them cleaned up, right? So they chose the Judaism. And isn't it interesting that they chose Judaism and they called themselves Jews, but were not, but were the synagogue of Satan. Does that sound familiar? That's in the book of Revelation, that they call themselves Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. So the Khazarians were a synagogue of Satan for sure, and yet they were calling themselves Jews by taking on Judaism and creating Talmudism. Very interesting. So, sadly, the Khazarians continued their evil ways, robbing and murdering those from surrounding countries who traveled through Khazaria. Khazarian robbers often attempted to assume their identities after they murdered these visitors, and became masters of disguises and false identities, a practice they have continued even to this very day, along with their child sacrifice, occult ceremonies, which are actually ancient Baal worship. And you know that people have been sacrificing their children of Baal for a very long time, all the way back to, you know, before Christ, into, you know, the days of the prophets, et cetera, et cetera. It's been going on a very long time. Now we're going to skip to 1200 AD. What was going on in 1200 AD? This is a history of the Khazarian Mafia. 1200 AD, Russia and the surrounding nations have had enough and they take action. About 1200 AD, the Russians led a group of nations surrounding Khazaria and invaded it in order to stop the Khazarian crimes against their people which included the kidnapping of their young children and infants for their blood sacrifice ceremonies to Baal. The Khazarian king and his inner court of criminals and murderers came to be known as the Khazarian mafia by neighboring countries. The Khazarian leaders had a well-developed spy network through which they obtained prior warning and escaped from Khazaria to European nations to the West. Taking their vast fortune with them in gold and silver, they laid low and regrouped while assuming new identities. In secret, they continued their satanic child blood and sacrifice rituals and trusted Baal to give them the whole world and all its riches as they claimed he had promised them as long as they kept bleeding out and sacrificing children and infants for him. The Khazarian king and his court mafia plotted eternal revenge against the Russians and the surrounding nations that invaded Khazaria and drove them from power. All right, so you have these Khazarians. They have vast wealth. <coughs> they are now regrouping underground. 
They, they swear an oath to revenge Russia against Russia and the surrounding nations that drove them out of Khazaria, which we'll find out where that is in a moment. So this is all part of the history. The Khazarian mafia, and by the way, isn't it interesting the fuel of their movement was the shedding of innocent blood? Do you think it's interesting that the United States of America has authorized over 500 million abortions worldwide through Planned Parenthood money? And that we've slaughtered 90 million babies in the womb. And while people were going, oh, my gosh, this is so bad that we just keep shedding innocent blood. Why? Because the shedding of innocent blood through abortion are the altars of idolatry that fuel the satanic energy for them to continue to do the things they do in societies. But we'll get to that in a little bit. So the Khazarian mafia invades England after being expelled for hundreds of years. So to accomplish their invasion, they hired Oliver Cromwell to murder King Charles I and make England safe for banking again. Ah, so there's banking connected to the Khazarian Mafia. All right. So this began the English Civil Wars, which raged for nearly a decade, resulting in regicide of the royal family and hundreds of the genuine English nobility. This is how the city of London was set up as the banking capital of Europe and launched the beginning of the British Empire. All right, so the Khazarians are warring now within England. They're now warring, and uh, they're assassinating, they're genociding or regiciding the English nobility, and they're going to show how they did that in just a little bit. Now we'll get down to some David Icke information. Most of you know who David Icke is. So from David Icke's website, David Icke was the first ever to courageously expose the Rothschilds publicly. Now we have the Rothschilds in front of hundreds. This, of course, makes him an international hero, and we need more with his kind of courage to break open the cover-up, hiding the Khazarian mafia, and bring an end to their worldwide illegitimate power. The Khazarian mafia, the KM, decides to infiltrate and hijack all world banking using Babylonian black magic, also known as Babylonian money magic, or the secret art of making money from nothing, also using the power of pernicious usury to accumulate interest. You ever wonder how these people make all their money, right? Well, the KM use their vast fortune to enter into a new system of banking based on secret Babylonian black magic, money magic that they claim to have learned from the evil spirits of Baal in return for their many child sacrifices to him. So as long as they continue to sacrifice innocent blood, the more the demonic spirits were showing them how to get things done. You go back to the book of Enoch and we're told that the Fallen angels were teaching man the arts of war and crafts and all these different issues. You can read that in the book of Enoch. And so here the demonic spirits are teaching the Khazarians how to succeed in banking and how to become wealthy and rich as long as they keep shedding that innocent blood. This Babylonian money magic involved the substitution of paper credit certificates for gold and silver deposits. 
which allowed travelers to travel with their money in a form that offered easy replacement should they lose the certificates or have them stolen. So they were now getting certificates and they were trading their gold and silver so they could travel without the heavy weight of gold and silver. We know that. Interesting how the very problem that was started by the Khazarians also had a solution provided by them, i.e. the Hegelian dialectic. Eventually, the Khazarian king and his small surrounding court infiltrated Germany with a group that chose the name the Bowers of Germany to represent them and carry on their Baal-powered system of evil. The Bowers of the Red Shield, which represented their secret blood-based child sacrifices, changed their name to Rothschild, a.k.a. Child of the Rock, Satan. The Rothschilds, as the front men for the Khazarian Mafia, infiltrate and hijack British banking and then hijack the whole nation of England. So here's the history of this part. Bauer Rothschild had five sons who infiltrated and took over European banking and the city of London's central banking system through various crafty covert operations, including a false report of Napoleon winning against the British when actually he lost. This allowed the Rothschilds to use fraud and deception to steal the wealth of the English nobility and the landed gentry who had made business investments with the city of London banking institutions. So again, here comes the Rothschilds, the banking industry, fraud, deception, occult magic, bloodletting of little children, shedding innocent blood, empowering the demonic to energize them to gain the wealth of the world. Okay, this is all historical. The Rothschilds set up a private fiat banking system that specialized in making counterfeit money from nothing, charging pernicious usury for the British people using what should have been their own money. This was the black art of Babylonian money magic. They claimed to insiders that such technology and secret money power was provided to them by Baal because of their frequent child bleeding out and sacrifice rituals to Baal. Once they had infiltrated and hijacked the British banking system, they interbred with the British royals and infiltrated and completely hijacked all of England and all its major institutions. Some experts believe that the Rothschild genocided the royal family members by staging secretly managed illicit adulterous breedings with their own Khazarian men in order to replace the royals with their own pretenders to the throne. And I think you understand what's being said here. The Khazarian men went into the British royalty of women and committed adulterous acts with them, and they bred their offspring so that their offspring would come to the throne of power. So the Khazarian mafia wages an international effort to eradicate kings who rule by the divine right of God Almighty. This is interesting. Because the KM claims to have a personal partnership with Baal, a.k.a. the devil, Lucifer, Satan, because of their sacrifices to him, 
they detest any kings who rule under the authority of God Almighty because most feel a responsibility to make sure their own people are protected from infiltrators and treasonous enemies within the gates. So the Khazarians hated any king or kingdom that served the Lord God Almighty. So in the 1600s, the KM murder the British royals and substitute their own fakes. In the 1700s, they murder the French royals right before World War I. They murder Austrian Archduke Ferdinand to start World War I. In 1917, they assembled their KM army, the Bolsheviks, and infiltrate and hijack Russia, murder the Tsar and his family in cold blood, bayonet his favorite daughter through the chest, and steal all the Russian gold, silver, and art treasures. Right before World War II, they murder the Austrian and German royals. Then they get rid of the Chinese royals and disempower the Japanese ruler. That's a lot of work going on with the Khazarian Mafia. So the Khazarian Mafia's intense hatred for anyone who professed faith in any god but their god Baal has motivated them to murder kings and royalty and make sure they can never rule. Reminds me of Donald J. Trump saying before the world in one of his speeches, you won't be seeing me for a while. I have very powerful enemies. Hmm. They have done the same with American presidents, running sophisticated covert operations to disempower them. If that doesn't work, the KM assassinates them, as they did to McKinley, Lincoln, and JFK. The KM wants to eliminate any strong rulers or elected officials who dare to resist their Babylonian money magic power or their covert power gained from the deployment of their human compromise network. The Khazarian Mafia invades England after being expelled for hundreds of years. Here's another part of history. To accomplish their invasion, they hired Oliver Cromwell to murder King Charles I and make England safe for banking again. This began the English Civil Wars, which raised rage for nearly a decade, resulting in the regicide of the royal family and hundreds of the genuine English nobility. This is how the city of London was set up as the banking capital of Europe and launched the beginning of the British Empire. Okay, so I think that this was uh, an extra page in here. Yeah, that was already read. All right, so where did I go here? They set up the banking system. Boy, did I get down the line. Where did we go? Okay, here's where I want to begin. So they would assassinate them. We got that. So the Rothschilds, create international narcotics trafficking, uh, narcotics trafficking on behalf of the KM. So the, and you'll remember this part of history. The Rothschilds then covertly ran the British Empire and crafted an evil plan to recover the vast amounts of gold and silver the British had been paying to China for its high quality silk and spices that were unavailable anywhere else. The Rothschilds, through their international spy network, had heard of Turkish opium 
and its habit-forming characteristics. They deployed a covert operation to buy Turkish opium and sell it in China, infecting millions with a bad opium habit that brought back gold and silver into the Rothschild's coffers, but not to the British people. The opium addictions created by Rothschild's opium sales to China harmed China so much that China went on to, uh, went to war on two occasions to stop it. These wars were known as the Boxer Rebellions or the Opium Wars. The money the Rothschilds gained from the sale of opium was so vast that they became even more addicted to the easy money than the opiate addicts were to the opium. So they were making a lot of money on drugs. And you think about our society today where the drug addiction, the, 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 the uh, huge volume of drugs that have impacted our society for years now. And you know that when you get people strung out on drugs, you can control them to do anything you want. By their sorceries were all nations deceived. Revelation chapter 18. Sorcery is the word pharmakia. It's pharmaceutical. It's drugs. And so they've been using the drugs to control societies for a very long time as well. We should keep that in mind. The Rothschilds were the funding source behind the establishment of the American colonies. By incorporating the Hudson Bay Company and other trading companies to exploit the new world of the Americas, it was the Rothschilds who ordered the mass extermination and genocide of the indigenous people of North America to allow for the exploitation of the vast natural resources of the continent. Now, this gets very interesting. The Rothschilds also followed the same business template in the Caribbean and in the Asian, Asian subcontinent of India, resulting in the murder of millions of innocent people. So now the Rothschilds start the international slave trade, an enterprise that viewed these kidnapped humans as mere animals. So you have a banking cartel with the Khazarians. You have the opium drugs used to down and dumb down China, and they go into all the different Japanese and parts of the world using their money system, using drugs. Now they're getting into slave trading. Look what happens here. A view that the Khazarians would impose on all people of the world who are not part of their evil circle, which some called the old black nobility, so the Rothschilds' next big project was to start the worldwide slave trade, buying slaves from crooked tribal chiefs in Africa who worked with them to kidnap members of competing tribes for sales as slaves. So the Rothschilds' slave traders then took these kidnapped slaves on their ships in cramped cells to America and the Caribbean where they were sold. Many died at sea due to bad conditions. The Rothschild bankers learned early on that war was a great way to double their money in a short time by lending money to both warring sides. But in order to be guaranteed collections, they had to get taxation laws passed, which could be used to force payment. If you're just joining into the broadcast, I mentioned at the beginning that this was kind of a long history of the Khazarian Mafia, and we are going to get into scripture, okay, and to
bring an understanding to what may be happening in the world to give Christians an opportunity to know how to do their spiritual warfare and their intercession. We're talking about the Khazarian Mafia and every bit of their their ways that have been tracked, okay, and are now becoming, becoming uh, understandable. When you see how big this group is and how they've infiltrated every society in the world and are controlling drugs, slave trades, bloodletting, abortion, banking systems, money, you begin to see how powerful these groups are. And it's very, very disturbing if you're not aware of what God's word says about this, okay? So that's why we're going into this extensive reading of this article on the Khazarian Mafia. So the Khazarian Mafia, the KM, Rothschild, private fiat counterfeit banksters plot, eternal, they plot eternal revenge against the American colonists and Russia who assisted them in losing the Revolutionary War. So it was the intention of the Khazarian Mafia to, you know, get involved in the Revolutionary War with the thought that they would win over in Europe. But they lost, and it was because the American Revolutionary War was fought, and it was supported by the Russians. According to this, when the Rothschilds lost the American Revolution, they blamed the Russian Tsar and the Russians for assisting the colonists by blockading British ships. They swore eternal revenge on the American colonists, just as they had, just as they had when the Russians and their allies crushed Khazaria in 1000 AD. So they swore revenge against Russia. They swore revenge against America. The Rothschilds and the English oligarchy that surrounded them plotted ways to retake America. And this became their main obsession. Their favored plan is to set up an American central bank featuring Babylonian money magic and secret counterfeiting. The Rothschilds, KM, attempts to retake America in 1812 on behalf of the Khazarian Mafia, but fails, once again because of Russian interference. This failure enraged the Rothschild KM, the Khazarian Mafia, and they once again plot eternal revenge against both Russians and the American colonists and plan to infiltrate and hijack both nations and assets, strip tyrannize, and then mass murder both nations and their populace. Kind of gives you an idea of what's going on in Ukraine today. The speech last night, the Russians, the Russians, the Russians, the demon Asian of the Russians. You know and I know the only reason a Joe could stand up for an hour last night or so is because they drink blood. They get energized. They take in spirits. This has been going on. This is in today's news. They're swearing some really bad stuff against Russia, and is what is happening right now part of it? Well, let's go on. The Khazarian Mafia's attempts to set up a private American central bank are blocked by President Andrew Jackson. This is the history. Who called them satanic and vowed to rout them out by the grace and power of Almighty God. The Rothschilds, banksters, regroup and continue their covert attempts to install their own Babylonian money magic bank inside America. Finally, in 1913, 
the Rothschilds KM succeeds in establishing a major beachhead inside America and an evil enemy of all American enter the gates of America. In 1913, the Rothschilds Khazarian Mafia was able to establish a beachhead by bribing crooked, treasonous members of Congress to pass the illegal, unconstitutional Federal Reserve Act on Christmas Eve without a required quorum. The act was then signed by a crooked, bought-off president who was a traitor to America like the members of Congress who voted for it. The Rothschilds, KM, then create an illegal taxation system in America. The KM put an illegal, unconstitutional tax system in place, which was the IRS, in order to make sure that Americans would have to pay for high-level USG spending approved by a bought-off crooked Congress and presidential puppets put in place by corrupt KM campaign finance. It is easy for the KM to garner enough money to elect anyone they want because when you control a bank that is a secret major counterfeiter, you have all the money made for you that you desire. At about the same time that they created their illegal tax system in America, they also bribed members of Congress to approve the Internal Revenue Service, which is their private collection agency incorporated in Puerto Rico. This is true history. 1913, that IRS uh, was signed on Christmas Eve without a proper quorum. That's true. The IRS became a legal entity in the United States to be a tax collecting agency because the Khazarians, the banksters, were giving money to America and then having to take taxes and, and interest payments made on the money. I mean, that's all very real. What did Paul the Apostle say? The love of money is the root of all evil. Money is the power. The Khazarian mafia, the banksters, the European banksters, who are they? Well, let's go a little bit further in the article. <clears throat> Soon afterward, <clears throat> they set up the Federal Bureau of Investigations, known as the FBI, to protect their banksters. <clears throat> to serve their cover-up needs and prevent them from ever being prosecuted for their child sacrifice rituals, pedophile networks, and to also serve as a covert intel operation on their behalf. Note that the FBI has no official charter, according to the Library of Congress, and has no right to exist or issue paychecks. The Rothschild KM deployed the Bolshevik Revolution in Russia to extract incredibly savage, bloody revenge on innocent Russians, <clears throat> which they had plotted for many years ever since Khazaria was destroyed. So you know about the, uh, the, the Bolshevik Revolution. <clears throat> There were said to be over 50 million people killed during the Bolshevik Revolution. And to understand that behind the Bolsheviks were the Khazarian Mafia exacting their revenge on Russia, <clears throat> it all begins to make a little more sense. So the Rothschild 
KM pre-staged and engineered the Russian Revolution by using its central banks to pay for the Bolshevik infiltration of Russia and their revolution <clears throat> on behalf of the Khazarian Mafia. And, you know, these sanctions today coming against the banks of Russia today, cutting off their money supply, it's also consistent with the history of what the Khazars have done. And they've sworn to destroy Russia and America through infiltration, controlling the money system. Interesting. We are where we are today. What happened last night? What's going on in the Ukraine right now? <clears throat> Let's go a little deeper. The Bolsheviks were actually created and developed by the Khazarian Mafia as the essential part of their long-planned revenge on the Russian Tsar and the innocent Russian people for breaking up Khazaria in about 1000 AD for its repeated robbery, murder, and identity theft of travelers from countries surrounding Khazaria. This little-known fact explains the extreme violence taken out on Russia as long-standing revenge by the Rothschild-controlled Khazarian Mafia. So is Joe Biden and just about every other president of the United States since 1913 resist the Khazarian control, become assassinated, uh, broken, disgraced? Very interesting. In a well-planned, savage, and inhumane bloodletting that stunned the world, the Bolsheviks were unleashed in full fury on behalf of the KM to gain revenge on the Russians. This had been planned since the destruction of Khazaria. The Bolsheviks, at the direction of the Rothschild KM, raped, tortured, and mass-murdered approximately 100 million Russians, including women, children, and infants. Some of the torture and bloodletting were so extreme we are not going to mention it here in this article. Thank you. But readers who want to know can do some in-depth interest research on the Red Terror. So if you want to know more about that, the Red Terror or the Bolshevik Chica. Or watch the classic movie, The Czechist from 1992. So anyways, the Rothschild Khazarian Mafia once again decided sheep dip themselves and infiltrated and hijacked all Judaism. The Rothschilds KM created a master plan to control all of Judaism and mind control Judaics. The Rothschild KM has hijacked Judaism, patterned off of the Babylonian Talmudism, which is Luciferianism, Satanism, and gain control over the banking and Wall Street professions in general, Congress, the major mass media, along with most wealth and economic means of success. Thus, the Rothschild Khazarian Mafia could pass out wealth and success to those Judaics who drank their Kool-Aid and used them as cutouts, assets, and synonyms. In this manner, the Rothschilds hijacked Judaism. Their financing of the Israeli Knesset, 
and construction of it using Freemason occult architecture displayed their commitment to the occult in Babylonian Talmudism and all the evil accompanying it, including child sacrifice to their secret god Baal. They set up a new world order system called World Zionism, which taught and inculcated susceptible Judaics with a paranoid group delusion of racial superiority, which assumed that all Gentiles were intent on mass murdering all Judaics. So they created this kind of mindset. Freemasonry architect was used in the building of the Knesset and the Israeli Supreme Court viewed through windows. They called this racially paranoid mass Judaic delusion of world conquest, world Zionism, which is really a form of covert Babylonian Talmudism or Luciferianism that had been unknown to mainstream Judaics. The system was designed to use Judaics as cover, but also to anoint them with Babylonian money power in order to use them as cutouts and to later be sacrificed to Lucifer in two stages. The first stage would be their planned World War II in Nazi work camps cut off from supplies, resulting in the deaths of about 200,000 Judaics from starvation and disease, along with about 90,000 non-Judaic inmates from the same causes, according to the respected Red Cross official figures. This number is 5% of what the Khazarian Mafia, a.k.a. the World Zionists, claim. The second great sacrifice would be a final one, when their new world order Luciferian king would be placed into power, and when all three Abrahamic religions would be eradicated, especially Judaism, which would be blamed for all the wars and destruction of the world. By then, the Rothschilds would once again morph themselves into a complete new identity, not associated with Judaism in any form, not even world Zionism. So let's speak into that from a biblical point of view just for a moment. You know and I know when we read Revelation chapter 7 that there's a woman called Mystery Babylon. Mystery Babylon. The Khazarian Mafia, the Khazarians, were famous for disguises, changing their names, changing their identities, taking on the identities of others. Mystery Babylon is exactly that. It keeps morphing into different movements, different names, different identities, the Illuminati, the Club of Rome, the, what do we want to call them, the Freemasons, masonry. Uh, All these different groups that have existed for such a long time, it is mystery Babylon that the Khazarians kind of represent perfectly. And who are they today is what we're getting to, right? We see the history of the Khazarian mafia. We see the history of who they are, the Rothschilds. They've had huge power around the world and in the United States. They are the money cabal, right? So, following this track of history, it is important to realize that the Rothschild KM took Germany down to nothing after World War I, create a vacuum for fascism, and then rebuilt it, creating Nazism, 
and installing Hitler as a counterforce to their Russian Bolshevism. Hitler became a problem for the KM when he broke free and began acting in the interest of the German people and the free people of the world and developed his own banking system free of the Rothschilds. Hitler introduced a financial system that was free of usury and beneficial to the working class. This mandated the utter destruction of Germany and the German people because the Rothschilds and the Khazarians could never allow an economic system that did not depend upon usury to exist. We see the same thing today with the Khazarian war against Islam because Islam forbids usury. That is why Israel is so vocal and aggressive about destroying the Islamic people of the world. The KM expected this to be a large World War II, and when they supported both sides, this could be used to industrialize the whole world and maximize their bankster money power. So the Rothschilds, Khazarian Mafia, then bribed and induced members of Congress to send American soldiers to their pre-stage and engineered World War I. As a continuance of their well-proven pattern of financing both sides in any war to maximize profits, excuse me, the acquisition of more federal tax monies and increased international power, the Rothschild Khazarians once again blackmailed and induced members of Congress to declare war against Germany in 1917. This was facilitated by a false flag attack with the sinking of the Lusitania. The Rothschild KM has since developed the usual pattern of covertly staging false flag attacks as a standard operating procedure for inducing Americans to fight wars for the Khazarian Mafia. After World War II was finished, the Rothschilds KM deployed the Cold War and used this as an excuse to bring Nazi scientists and mind control experts to America under Operation Paperclip. You can study that out. It's very real. Wow. Do you think maybe that the demonization of Russia right now, Russia, 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 by the controlled Khazarian news media, the controlled governmental powers in Congress and in the White House, all these controlled entities are because Khazari has sworn to destroy Russia and ultimately the United States from its Judeo-Christian personage. Because America was Judeo-Christian, but their job has been to infiltrate it and turn it into something they control through mind control, through money, through drugs, through trafficking, whether it be drug trafficking, sex trafficking, slave trafficking, or whatever other means, control the media, control Hollywood, control what people eat, control what people think, control what people watch, control everything until they've totally taken over the masses, and they have nothing they could do to resist them any longer. Is that kind of where we are right now? Is that where this is going? Let's go on just a little bit further. So this allowed them to set up a worldwide spying and espionage system that far exceeded any of their prior efforts. Under this new system, they continue to infiltrate and hijack all American institutions including the various American church systems, 
Freemasonry, especially the Scottish Rite and York Rite, the U.S. military, U.S. intel, and most private defense contractors, the judiciary, and most agencies of the USG, including most state governments of both major political parties as well. The Rothschild KM sets up Nazi work camps as a pretext to later manipulate the Allies into granting them their own private colony in Palestine using land stolen from the Palestinians. All right, this is the next part of history. So the Rothschilds, KM, was able to use their self-mislabeled so-called Holocaust to serve as a mind-control trigger to thwart and resist any criticism of their Zionist ways. The truth of the matter was that the Rothschild, KM, set up the Nazi work camps to make huge profits for the corporations that ran their work camps and supplied their Nazi war machine. Once the Rothschild KM gained their own private homeland in Israel in 1947, through their covert political manipulations, they began to secretly view all of Palestine as their new Khazaria and began plotting how to genocide all the Palestinians and steal all of Palestine for themselves. Their plans include their fantasy of constructing a greater Israel by taking over the whole Middle East and manipulating dumb American goyim to fight and die on their behalf, taking all the Arab lands for Israel and the Khazarian mafia so they can assist, strip their wealth and natural resources, especially their crude oil. It always boils down to oil. Man, if this is true, if this history is true, can you imagine the massive deception in the world today? Now, right now was a good time, maybe an hour ago would have been a good time for Christians to just bail out on this and go, you know what, I don't know about that stuff. I don't care about that stuff. I want to keep my mind on the things above. I want to keep my heart on the kingdom of God. I'm going to trust Jesus Christ. I'm going to walk in the kingdom. I'm going to walk in the spirit. I'm going to walk into the anointing. God is blessing my life. And yet, although I agree with every aspect of that, yet we live in this world we live in these homes, we pay our mortgages, we use their banking systems, we use their everything. Now the control through the internet, the monitoring of everything, every transaction in the banking system is monitored, every phone call is monitored, every program that's being broadcasted on television, radio, internet is monitored. They have such a sophisticated control. And Christians are living in it, but they don't want to talk about it. They don't even know they're living in it. They don't even, they they just don't want to understand that the money they have in their pocket is part of their regime. They don't want to know that the house that they have is their regime, their, their banking system, their mortgages, their insurance, their medical insurance, every single thing is what has been provided by them, and everybody has become to trust upon it. But what is God wanting to say to Christians today if even half of this history is true and the systems of the world belong to the Luciferian, biblically spoken, one world government? Don't you think we should know about it? Don't you think we should understand so that we don't get caught in the trap 
you know, everybody has to do their due diligence and study these things out and see. I mean, we're talking about some pretty heavy stuff here. We're talking about all kinds of heavy stuff. And what is the truth? Who's behind it? Well, you kind of know a tree by its fruit. And so may God give us wisdom and understanding. I just have a little bit more that I want to get through, although, man, there's so much history. But it, it boils things down to where we are today. And I, I guess what I'd like to do just for a moment is I'm, gonna, I'm just going to stop for one second here as we're moving close to uh, the end of this. I want to just take a look and see um, if there, you know, what kind of interest is now uh, taking place with what we're doing here. Um, let me just see some of the comments uh, from our dear friends. Good morning to Melissa Fletcher, Pastor Melissa. God bless you. Uh, Joyce uh, Young, good morning to you. Dear sister Carol Page, good morning. So we have a lot of good mornings this morning. Pastor Denny Sossaman was with us. Um, we had uh, Cindy Messman, our sister there, was, is, is with us. Lola Jarman, good morning. Charlotte Gotch, good morning. World of Nobody, good morning. Uh, World of Nobody, great short read, History of Money. Okay, well, thank you for that. Let's keep going just a little bit. Uh, guess uh, goes along with today's message. Uh, Lola, uh, we'll check it out. World of Nobody, okay. Get uh, got a three-and-a-half-hour watch from JFK to 9-11. It's a rich man's trick. How the 20th century gas changed. Uh, think foe, the love of money, is the root of all evil. That's right. Uh, seen a video, okay. Autumn Nichols, A.D. Curtis, Lena Curtis, Joanna, Francisca, Marla, Marla. Okay, that's probably code words. <laughs> Autumn, let me know what we're saying here. Uh, seen a video of Putin, baptism, Russian Orthodox ceremony, a crossover, his heart. They dip in a frozen lake, okay. Um, Gabriel Smith. You're brave. Okay, I don't know if I'm brave or just repeating information. Uh, Joyce Young, Bohemian Grove was the owl. I appreciate you sharing the true erased history backed by uh, the Satan, uh, the enemy of our soul. We do not understand the world we are living in. Boy, you could say that again. Uh, Law of New World Order is Nazi World Order. Putin said he was going to dematerialize and denazify Ukraine. Asimov regime, uh, Regiment in Ukraine is a Nazi group. All right, there we go. Um, Operation Mockingbird, control media. Branch of that is clergy response teams. Have to wonder if these megachurches are funded from such. Most likely they are. Uh, pastor, be wise as a serpent, fearless as doves. We fight not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. It's an evil spirit. It certainly is. Um, Chuck Eastridge, I believe it to be true, unfortunately. Yeah, I believe it too. Um, Melissa Fletcher, Pastor Melissa, is this why the Obama administration appointed SARS? Probably. Very interesting. I was tagging names for them to tune in. Okay. All right. So they could tune in to uh, what was said here. A.D. Curtis, Lena Curtis, Joanna, Francisco, Marla Marla. Okay. So there is some interest. There's a phone call coming in. Uh, I want to continue through this. I've got some time to do it. Uh, I think this would be a great time to take a phone call. So let's just breathe for a second. Take our call coming in from South Dakota, area code 605. Good morning. God bless you. Welcome to the broadcast. You are on the air. 
Hello, area code 605, you're on the air. Okay, so we're not gonna get anything from area code 605. So let's do this and uh, we'll just kind of put that out there. Let's continue. I wanna continue, we'll get to the end of it, then we'll, make some, we'll have some conversation, okay? Recent peer-reviewed John Hopkins genetics research by a respected Judaic MD, medical doctor, shows that 97.5% of Judaics living in Israel have absolutely no ancient Hebrew DNA, are therefore not Semites, and have no ancient blood ties to the land of Palestine at all. By contrast, 80% of Palestinians carry ancient Hebrew DNA and thus are real Semites and have ancient blood ties to Palestinian land. This means that the real anti-Semites are the Israelis who are stealing Palestinian lands in order to build Israeli settlements. And it is the Israelis who are the ones tyrannizing and mass murdering innocent Palestinians. What a shift. What a shift of thought. I've heard this before. There are people that actually preach and teach this. I have remained so moderate and remain moderate, but it is what is being written and it's something to be considered. So let's go on just a little bit further. I want to go a little bit further. The Rothschild KM, the Kazari Mafia, decides to morph again and expand their ranks. Here's this part of history. So in the meantime, the Rothschild KM realized that they could not stay hidden much longer from the public unless they morphed again and expanded their secret leadership. So they worked hard to further infiltrate and hijack Freemasonry and its secret offshoots and inducted top members into their pedophile network and child sacrifice rituals. Also, key members of Congress were inducted into their secret satanic network by giving them special power, high USG, military and intel positions, accompanied by great monetary rewards and high status. Massive KM espionage fronts using Israeli-American, Israeli-first dual citizen as cutouts were set up inside America to funnel the Khazarian banksters counterfeit money to politicians for their election campaigns in order to own and control them when elected. So the Rothschild KM decides to mind control the American masses to make it much easier to manipulate them into approving their illegal, unconstitutional, unprovoked, undeclared, unwinnable, perpetual wars needed to make huge profits and gain more world power. The Rothschilds, KM, decided to gain complete control over all public education by setting up the Department of Education and creating globalist and socialist curriculums based on political correctness, diversity, and perversion is normal teaching. Fluoride is added to the public water and toothpaste, and dentists are mind-controlled to believe that fluoride prevents cavities and is not harmful to brain function or thyroid function, which it is. The addition of fluoride to the public water supply and to toothpaste is to dumb down Americans by, on average, lowering the operational IQ 
and many folks much more docile than they would normally be. Programs to develop and deploy vaccinations to dumb down children and create huge numbers of future chronic health problems were initiated. So these are all the mechanisms of war that the Khazarian mafia was employing to make their war upon America and Russia and to keep control around the world and control the world, right? So doctors have been mind-controlled and misled by biased research that was cherry-picked, ignoring any studies that were negative, and that included most of them. All vaccine cell lines are contaminated with SV40, a known carcinogenic, slow-acting virus. All right. Now we're going to hit the finish line. What are we reading about here? What, what is this that's being said? This is a side of history that was intended to be buried. It was not to be known by anybody. We were to be given a history that looked one way, but who does control the education? Who does control the media? Who does control Hollywood? Who does control the banking system? Who does control the medical field? Who does control all these things? What are we living in? The, the point of this reading this and even considering this, even considering this, um, is to wake us up, to understand, and, and we must begin to see this through a biblical lens. Is there anything we're reading right now that could be witnessed in the Bible? They call themselves Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Mystery Babylon, always morphing into something else. Right now, through this particular lens of history, we're now noting what Joe Biden and his administration and the Khazarian mafia behind him, controlling him, are doing against Russia. Interesting. Is it true? Let's go a little further. The KM used its monetary power to, to gain control over all of the allopathic medical schools, set up and controlled the American Medical Association and other medical societies in order to make sure their agenda based on lies and deceit was continued. Part of this massive plan to dumb down and mind control the American masses was the KM's buying up and consolidating all the American mass media into six controlled major mass media owned and controlled by their cutouts on their behalf. The CMMM, the controlled mass media functions, as an illegal news cartel, and it should be broken up under antitrust laws and for inflicting espionage and illegal propaganda as a weapon of war against the American people. It should have been broken up. The Rothschilds, KM chieftains, decide that it is time to use America to complete their final takedown and occupation of the whole world by instituting a major false flag attack inside America to blame on the Islamics whom they want America to wrongly attack their behalf, on their behalf. So the KM chieftains use their top Israeli-American, Israel first, dual citizen living in America, aka the PNACers and top neocon cutouts to plan a major nuclear attack on America on 9-11-2001. Bibi Netanyahu, the operational head of the KM, deployed the Mossad and these dual citizens to set up and institute this attack on America, which was to be blamed by 
the controlled media, mass media on Muslims. What do you think? I mean, I've been to Israel. I love Israel because of the biblical reality. I've walked upon the walls of the old city. I have met people in Israel and have heard their children rejoicing in the streets. Um, There is a tremendous amount of diversity. Who knows what's real? Who knows what's true? Who knows what's really backing things up? What is Zionism? Is Israel still anti-Christ? Have they rejected the Messiah? Will the rebuilding of a temple be the ultimate rebellious act against Jesus Christ because they don't accept him as the sacrificial lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world? What is really going on? Does anybody really know? Or are we just, you know, bound to an idea that has been presented to us by, you know, a, a, a few religious people? What history is true? Well, you may not have heard this history before, and then we may be aghast at times and go, ooh, that's kind of dark. But is it true? Is there any truth to it? Well, let's continue on. So they inform. So what, what's being said here is that it was the Khazarian Mafia behind 9-11. Blame the Islamics. Use their controlled news media, banks, use everything that they control spin it in a way that will advance their cause. They informed their top rabbis and friends of world Zionism not to fly on that day and to stay out of New York City, as did Larry Silverfish, one of the primary men involved in the operation. They used their main cutout in the DOD to lure the able Uh, to lure and able danger investigators to the Pentagon Naval Intel meeting room, where they would be assassinated by a Tomahawk cruise missile that was fired from an Israeli Dolphin-class diesel submarine bought from Germany. 35 of the able danger investigators who were investigating and tracking the Israeli theft of 350 decommissioned W-54 Davy Crockett nuclear pits out of the back door at Pantex in Texas were murdered by this tomahawk hit, which was timed with the detonation of bombs pre-planted in the naval intel wing, which newly hardened to no avail. What are they saying? They said a plane flew into the Pentagon building, right? But they're saying that it was a missile. They say that there were a lot of um, Davy Crockett (laughs) nuclear missiles. I, I have to bring my friend Don on here to talk about all this stuff. But let's go on. The Rothschilds KM chieftains decide that it is time to use America to complete. Okay, so we already read that again. Did I go the wrong way here? Um, Okay. Okay, so 35, okay. So Baal, a.k.a. Moloch, Lucifer, Satan, take your pick. It's the same evil spirit that wants to mass murder all humans. Praise God. Now let's get behind the scenes, right? In exchange for doing his dirty work, he rewards those who follow him to snatch their souls by giving them incredible riches, fame, and power. Now that is realized in scripture when the devil comes and says to Jesus, worship me and I'll give you everything. He's been doing it ever since, right? So this is, this is good. This is the secret blood contract called 
selling one's soul. The incredibly evil secret agenda of the Khazarian Mafia is now revealed publicly for the very first time by Veterans Today own Gordon Duff. We now know that Bibi Netanyahu ran the nuclear attack on America on 9-11-2001 and did it as an overall Khazarian Mafia agenda. Oh, my gosh. This is where you just kind of go, are you kidding me, right? Hold on to your chair. This is a very big secret and explains a lot of what has been going on inside America, all caused by Israel and the KM, the Khazarian Mafia, which has infiltrated almost all of America's institutions of government and society. Now, for the first time ever, the very specific secret, incredibly evil agenda of the Khazarian Mafia is going to be revealed. Thanks to an interview that Mike Harris had with Veterans Today senior editor and director Gordon Duff on his talk show, The Short End of the Stick, on 3-10-2015, just about seven years ago. I have heard a lot of shocking insider's secrets over the years, but this one really takes the cake and explains exactly what Israel and its minions in America have been to us on behalf of the Rothschild Khazarian Mafia that has screwed up almost every aspect of our lives, creating a poor economy, lots of unemployment and underemployment, massive crime, alcoholism and drug, screwed up schools that dumb down the kids, various eugenics programs like fluoride in the public water and toothpaste, and uh, mercury in vaccines, which are a big fraud, and rampant political corruption, this interview, is now sending shockwaves around the world. And when you consider the content that Gordon Duff disclosed for the first time anywhere publicly, you will be shocked. And you will understand that Bibi Netanyahu is the operational head of the Khazarian Mafia and was the one that ordered and supervised the Israeli nuclear attack on America on 9-11-2001. In this interview, Gordon Duff disclosed from a written transcript of what was said at a meeting between Bibi Netanyahu and an American trader and some other spies in 1990. Gee, I wonder why, if that's why they got Bibi Netanyahu out of the way. Get him out of the way. Exposure came. We got to re-disguise ourselves in some other place, in some other way, with some other name. We got to hide the secrecy that the Bible talks about is amazing. Gordon Duff disclosed that Netanyahu was a KGB spy like Jonathan Pollard. And we, now, and we know now that Israel, Israel was started as a satellite of Bolshevik Russia and was quite unhappy when the Soviet Union fell. Don't they accuse Putin of being an ex-KGB guy? I wonder how that works. Some people have been saying that Putin has more of a Christian ethic than people proclaiming to be Christians. Someone told me the other day, you don't go to Russia and see LGBTQ flags flying around. Uh, There's a lot of things in Russia that you don't see that are flaunted in America 
that the Bible would call sinful. Okay, let's go on. I guess this is going to get to the uh, the juiciest part of this article. Benjamin Netanyahu was meeting at Fink's Bar in Jerusalem, a well-known Mossad watering hole. Here is what he said as taken directly from the transcript of the recording, which was witnessed and has been 100% fully authenticated. And I quote, Bibi Netanyahu, if we get caught, they will just replace us with persons of the same cloth. That's what I just said. That's amazing. By the grace of God. So it doesn't matter what you do. America is a golden calf, and we will suck it dry, chop it up, sell it off piece by piece until there is nothing left but the world's biggest welfare state that we will create and control. Why? Because it's God's will, little God, bail. And America is big enough to take the hit so we can do it again and again and again. This is what we do to countries that we hate. We destroy them very slowly and make them suffer for refusing to be our slaves. End of quote. This is exactly what the Rothschild Khazarian Mafia has been doing to America since it successfully infiltrated and hijacked America in 1913. Knowledge of what Bibi said on behalf of the Rothschild Khazarian Mafia should make us all furious and get motivated to drive these evil creatures out of America and take our great republic back. I think that's what the truckers are attempting to do. When Bibi Netanyahu mentions God's will, the God he was referring to is Baal, also known as the great owl or Moloch. The God these Khazarians believe requires them to worship him by constant bloodletting and painful human sacrifice and mass murder, and that if they sell their souls to Baal, a.k.a. Lucifer or Satan, to do this, they will be rewarded with incredible riches, fame, and great power. When they sell their souls, what actually happens is that their souls are snatched away and they become inhuman or soulless and take on the characteristics of Baal, that is, they become increasingly psychopathic and evil. I guess that would happen if you sell your soul to the devil. So what Bibi Netanyahu was discussing was the upcoming nuclear attack on America on 9-11-2001. And when he mentioned they will just replace us, he was referring to the top circle of 12, the group he answers to that Veterans Today own columnist and talk show host Stu Webb disclosed to the world by identifying 11 of the 12 who call themselves the Illuminati or disciples of Satan. These men do semi-annual child sacrifices in Denver and eat the hearts of children, drink their blood after they pedophile them. Folks, we must get this information out to everyone we can, then unite and drive these soulless, bail-worshipping scum out of every nook and cranny of America and bring them all to justice and final judgment for all their incredible evil. I'm reading what they're saying. Anyone who understands what Bibi Netanyahu thinks of Americans as a golden calf to asset strip and slaughter should be enraged and driven to community organizing. 
and political action against Israel espionage inside America through the Federal Reserve System, AIPAC, JINSA, the Defense Policy Board, the CFR, and the like. The Rothschild KM planted has 25 nukes in major American cities and other cities in Europe in order to blackmail the associated government. This is referred to as their Samson option and was first discovered and disclosed by Seymour Hirsch. So they're saying that, you know, people have had visions of, of nukes going off in major cities across the United States on the same day. And now they're telling us through this article that they have them and they use it as a blackmail to tell the government, whoever they think they are, to do what they tell them to do. And if they don't, very interesting, very interesting. A little bit more, just a little bit. It looks like we're going to be going off uh, blog talk radio. So I guess what I'm going to do is stop right there. I've got 90 seconds. They're telling me Um, I could continue on uh, the others, but I think I'm going to wait till tomorrow. We just heard some incredible thinking, true or false. You have to pray. I have to pray. We have to think. And most people, when they hear this, they say, you know, they get a free. The Bible says these things, that Satan, the deceiver, the Bible says mystery Babylon. The Bible says the synagogue of Satan, cloaked as Jews, who say they are, but they're not. The Bible talks a lot about these things. And so when we hear this, we may be awestruck and go, oh, and it may not line up with our preconceived thinking, because remember, the mind control has been very strong. But for you and I, there's a greater reality that I want to get to, and I'm going to have to do it tomorrow. So having said that, I'm going to stop right there. I hope that in some way this was a a learning experience to you. I would say keep your eyes on Jesus Christ. Stay in the Word of God. Get very close to Jesus. Stay close with the Holy Spirit because he's the one that's going to guide us through this time that we're living in. But we'll continue to study, and I'll see you tomorrow, Lord willing. (laughs) Lord willing, in Jesus' name, God bless. We love you. Have a great day. Remember, you can support this ministry by giving to it uh, in different ways, and we would really appreciate you doing that. And um, we'll talk to you tomorrow. That's the best that can be said for now. Goodbye on Blog Talk Radio. Shalom. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.